Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So let's get into it with the recap. Doctor Strange teams up with a mysterious teenage girl from his dreams who can travel across the multiverse to battle multiple threats, including other versions of himself, and a former ally who threatens to wipe out millions across the multiverse. Multiverse of Madness. This is the this is the multiverse story we've all been waiting for. Did it disappoint? Did it impress? I think it did a little bit of both. I'm going to go with both. Definitely both. This is MCU's first real soiree into the horror genre with Sam Raimi, like, going full-on Sam Raimi. Because, like, there were there were points where it was just full-on Evil Dead. Yeah, the first half of it, I was like, oh, this is, this is a little Sam Raimi. But by the end of it, it was... The whole third act was all Evil Dead. <laughs> it was basically yeah like the camera work when they're like when the camera's just going around 360 you know around the actors with the with the with the with the demon spirits like going at it like all that action they kind of like blurry like jiltering action of the of the people like it was christine palmer shooting magic bazookas out of some relic at ghost zombies oh yeah it was all all very evil dead and that's good. I actually love the third act so much. I wouldn't change a damn thing about the third act. Um, that's where he hit the most. I feel like the one thing you can say for the rest of the movie that I thought was a li- not even saying lackluster, but I have a specific issues with, with some of the points, um, was that it needed more Sam Raimi. If you're going to do it, just go for it. Just go all in and don't just don't meander around it. You know, normally I think Marvel movies sometimes suffer from a third act problem. I think this is the opposite. I think a lot of the buildup was wasn't enough to sustain the craziness of the third act. We were promised madness. There, there was less madness than I assumed. Yeah, I mean, like the majority of the multiverse that we got to experience was really one multiverse, one other universe. You know, like maybe two if you include the beginning. But like, other than that, we just had flashes as we journeyed through the multiverse. An argument could be made for three with the like corrupted evil strange universe. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Three. I will go with three. But that's not enough. Like, I, I felt like we were supposed to be going through and wandering through. And this, this, everyone who I know has, who has seen the movie is comparing them. And most of the time I'm defending against comparing them because they shouldn't be. But everything, everywhere, all at once did the multiverse concept so damn well and arguably so much better and it really stole this movie's thunder crazily enough yeah because the word multiverse is there and like you know what it is and like the the way that that movie handled the multiverse was so perfect and you got to explore all these little tidbits and these randomness and it was just whimsical and 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 just insane that was madness this was like eh trick but not really where's my uh doctor strange with hot dog fingers universe exactly i want that like give me that give me the madness i didn't see madness here i just a, a little bit upset a little bit just mad not madness just mad but i will say for that movie into the michelle Yeoverse, um i'm so glad for that movie that it came out before this movie yeah me too I mean, I just love that movie is my top. I mean, I know we're here talking about Doctor Strange, but everything everywhere all at once is become my official top film of all time. I don't know if I'm willing to say that, but it is definitely the best movie that has come out 
in the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, and and I think that it probably will continue to be so for a while. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Nothing has gone on my radar to take the mantle away from my other films that are on my top five for years. For years. Nothing's come close. Nothing. I mean, like closest was Cloud Atlas. Um, and that got on my top five. But like it was like on the lower tier. You know, it was like five of my top five now was Cloud Atlas. And before then, it was like, you got to go back to like 2001 and 1999 in order to find films. But this, everything everywhere all at once just nailed it on top. Meanwhile, you know, getting to an unfair comparison, Multiverse of Madness does not end up on my top 20. Other Marvel movies have, Endgame, Infinity War, uh, Ragnarok, those are, even even No Way Home are on my top 20. But Multiverse of Madness is not. It, I feel like it was a missed opportunity uh, for a, a few things. Uh, I feel like there needed to be more America. I feel like the intro of the film should have been the original beginning where we, we get... With Mordo. With Mordo, um, where Mordo was going to kill, trying to kill um, Wanda, and we know immediately that things are bad. It would have been nice to actually start the whole movie where... She is missing her kids and we get development to really understand how the dark hold is corrupting her and giving her that, like that really was the stuff that was missing here. Like more understanding straightforward of this is how Wanda is being corrupted yeah. because that, one, we missed that. One final point on everything everywhere all at once before we get too far away from it. One other thing that that movie did better than this movie, the third eye. Yeah. I wish I wish that Steven had a googly eye on his head at the end because that that graphic, that third eye graphic is awful. Yeah, I know. I wasn't a fan of that. But, you know, like post credit sequences, you know, that thrown together at the last minute. And I'm sure. But but even but even in the main movie, though, with the evil Steven, Um, I thought it looked real bad. I mean, I I know for a fact that there was a lot of last minute tweaks on this movie. um, And I'm sure special effects suffered greatly. So that's what that's what happened here. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'm not bothered by the special effects as much as I was. I'm just I really w- wanted the story to be told a little bit better. I liked what we got and the Illuminati. I mean, we can go on for an hour and a half about the Illuminati sequence um, and the cameos and what it represents. I mean, the, the excitement of seeing it, but then the the ultimate like, all right, well, that was five minutes of just watching your heroes die. Um and it was quite grim. Yeah, actually, very, very sad. I mean, just all this time to see Mr. Fantastic played by played by Jim, you know, giving us perfect fan service. And he literally was spaghettified in five seconds. So. Pretty instantly. You know what? For the smartest guy in the world, uh, not a great plan. Immediately telling <laughs> immediately telling Wanda how to like how to fuck them up. Yeah. You know? and it's like and, and it's like basically saying like, oh, well, you know, Black Bolt can kill you with just the sound of his voice. Oh, thank you for that helpful tidbit. Um, loved you in Strange New Worlds. Didn't see in humans, but goodbye. <laughs> I'm gonna remove uh, your mouth now. Yeah, uh, which, by the way, the fact that they brought Anson Mount back, yeah, from the shitty Inhuman show to play Black Bolt in full costume, I think that that is the most surprising and kind of my favorite thing about this. Yeah, it really was. I I didn't realize I'd be so excited to see him as Black Bolt. I did see a little bit of humans and honestly, it wasn't that bad comparatively. 
That's um, pretty bad. It, it, it was bad. The first few episodes were horrible, but it did evolve for a little while to be something more than its parts. It just wasn't good enough to to really stand in its own thing. It needed more. It, it should have gone through a few more drafts before going to the stage. That it was. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have been given to Scott Buck. Yes, that is certainly agree. And they should not have released it in IMAX. That was stupid. <laughs> Forgive me for saying this, but it was mind blowing seeing him in this movie. Yeah, nice. I'm not going to acknowledge your pun. I'm just going to agree with you and move on. Damn. Um, but one of the things I remember being in the theater during that whole sequence and like elating even more than than Mr. Fantastic was is like that 90s X-Men animated theme playing in a modern MCU movie with a with a, Patrick Stewart playing Charles Xavier with a freaking his, his big yellow big floaty yellow chair floaty chair was the highlight of the entire movie for me. That's it. I'm good. I I, I mean, I, I, we saw Wanda kill him, and obviously the elation did not last, but I was elated for that one moment. I've been getting goosebumps, like, thinking about, like, that, that music playing. Like, it held such a nostalgic, feel-good response to me. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, we knew. Yes, we knew. We knew he was going to be in this movie. And that was the thing. Like, I, I'm kind of annoyed that they did... Like they, that they did it that way, that they... You couldn't have held that back? Yeah, I really wanted to... I didn't want to know that. And they put it in all the trailers and it was obvious what they were doing. And I was... Out of all the things to, to, to spoil, that's not the one I wanted spoiled. Like, we didn't know about Black Bolt. We didn't know about Mr. Fantastic. I mean, honestly, actually, I knew about Mr. Fantastic um, beforehand. But, you know, we didn't know... We didn't have the official things listed there. So... But they let Charles in. They let us know it was going to be Charles. And that really kind of was disappointing. Yeah, it, it was. Although, you know what? Someone in the audience behind me at the first showing that I saw it, like, didn't know who he was. Like, straight up didn't know who he was. Like, really? Like, not at all? Like, he was just didn't know it was Xavier? Didn't know who that person was. Didn't know who that character was. Oh, my God. Which I, I, yeah, I found it fascinating. But I guess he was with his friend. And his friend's just like, that's the goat. <laughs> that's patrick's fucking stewart <laughs> wow, uh, talk about a noob that guy doesn't deserve to be in that movie theater at all on opening night nonetheless on opening night didn't know who xavier was much less the variant that came from the x-men animated was he five like was it was the child five years old that's the only way this works no he was an adult my age okay so he's an idiot got it <laughs> sad sad man it was really good seeing Patrick Stewart in that role. And it's crazy that we got Captain Picard and uh, Christopher Pike. Yeah. Um, like we got we got the finale of Picard and the opening episode of Strange New Worlds and this movie that had both of them in it in the same week. All in the same week. It was a very, very big within the same that. within the same 48 hours. Oh, I know. I watched it all like I was there. Wa- I watched within a period of when my fr- my friend wolf was here from out of town to come down and watch multiverse of madness altogether um and we were sitting in the living room and we watched the finale of picard we watched strange new world and then we went to the movies to see multiverse of madness so within six hours we watched all of it it was great that's amazing Going back to John Krasinski for one for one hot second, do you think that they're actually going to cast John Krasinski in the MCU proper? Or do you just think this is a one off? Because that's kind of where I lean. What I want is different from what I from what I think. 
I don't think so. I think this was a one-off for fans. I think we'll get a variant, just like I think when we finally get Xavier from the X-Men, we'll probably get another version of Xavier, not Patrick Stewart, maybe not even McAvoy. We'll get a whole different thing. I don't I don't think so. I think this is it for Krasinski, unless he takes up the mantle of directing it, and then yes. like If he wants to direct, he's busy with other things. I can't imagine him being like, oh, you know what I want to do? I want to just play you know, Mr. Fantastic forever. Like I, I can't imagine him as a person wanting to commit to that role unless he's yeah. like, I want to direct it. If you let me direct it, I'll play your character for this long. And coincidentally or not, um, John Watts just exited the Fantastic Four movie as director. So yeah, because he got his Star Wars stuff going on. Like he's many he Star Wars and, movies. So like that's and crazy. good for him. Good for him. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really sad because he, I thought his energy would have been great for Fantastic Four. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Cause that's that, that project definitely needs something of confidence in there. I also, I also just feel like they would cast younger for Mr. Fantastic in the MCU. Cause they want, they want to get, I assume they want to get, you know, some time out of this guy. Yeah, I think John is a, a good age for that. But I I think, and they aged him up for the Illuminati to make him. A little bit, yeah. That. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they'd probably start a little younger, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm open to whatever ideas I had. John would have been the perfect match in the same way. I think as time goes on that Nathan Fillion was the perfect Nathan Drake for the Uncharted movie, but he's just aged out of the role. I'm, He's just way too old to to play it now, so it's it's just sad. But and I think if we keep waiting on Fantastic Four, which will probably be like what like another year before they start filming, and who knows what's going to go happen with the director now? They're going to rush all that together. They're going to delay it a little bit more. I don't know. You know what? At least with Fantastic Four, they haven't locked themselves into a date. I feel really bad for Black Panther two. Yeah, that movie has had so many trials and tribulations, and it's coming out in November. Yeah, I I don't I haven't heard from any of my sources what the if there's drama or what's going on i just picture an entire studio screaming into the mirrors at themselves every night trying to figure this out we'll see with the pandemic that which made it even worse like i think this is the last movie that the pandemic really screwed over so we'll see so we, so we talked about the other ones at length uh brief thoughts on captain carter or maria rambo Oh yeah, that's right. Um, one, they were also the, there. They were also there. Captain Carter deserves her own movie. That's a fact. Maybe, Maria, maybe not this one since they got she got bisected. No, but not this variant of her. But like, she just needs her own movie. Like, I want a Car- Captain Carter franchise going on. Like, I need it. Like that. <laughs> Watching Haley Atwell play Captain Carter is is gold to me. It is it is wonderful to see. Um, I, I don't like thinking about it because I, I loved her fighting sequences up into the point where Wanda just, you know, cut her in twain with her own shield. Like, okay. Yeah, I guess she couldn't do this all day. Yeah. Don't even want to. Marie Rambeau, I don't think, she, I think she was just knocked out. I don't think she was killed. Um, but it doesn't really matter because we got out of that universe anyway. Really, really sad that Wanda just killed all of that universe's mightiest heroes yeah can we talk about that line though that she says to mr fantastic at least someone is here to raise your children 
That is the most gangster shit I've ever heard someone say in a Marvel movie. And you're a mom doing this for your children. Like, you are such a bitch. Like, damn, Wanda. Like, and like, I mean, going back to, I mean, like, I find it funny. Like, we're, we are talking about multiverse of madness for the most part. I feel like we're dancing around a lot of the stuff for it because um, there is a lot to be saying about it. But the whole sequence at the end when she's saying, I'm not a monster, I'd never hurt anyone after literally killing that Earth's mightiest heroes. I mean, it just shows how far gone and del- and and like far gone she is. She's just delirious and delusional. Yeah, this movie could have been called Scarlet Witch and the Multiverse of Murder. Yeah, <laughs> all right. She went. She went from WandaVision to Wanda Villain real quick. Oh God! Did you write these? Are these written? Yes, these are scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I was brainstorming these as I was walking out the theater. Um. <laughs> do you- Let's talk about Wanda because she is essentially the co-lead of this movie. Yes. Um, she gets as much or maybe more screen time than uh, Dr. Strange. I'm she leaves th- more of an impression. She definitely does. She went full on Stephen King carry end of carry here with um, Ultron juice all over her. Total. <laughs> I loved it. I fucking loved it. I, I think it was her performance. I wish again, this is why I really wish we had those extra scenes because her performance was spot on. I understood what they wanted with the character beats and they just needed to build up a little bit more to it and it would have been perfect and I would have had no issues with it at all. Like I, it would have been like, I think it would have been like a really top contender for how they do it. But damn, like I, I her performance was just so intense as the addict, as someone who's just, addicted to the problem and tunnel vision and i'm just gonna do this nothing's gonna stop me she nailed it she was cruel she was obsessive she was insane it all worked go olsen here's the thing that didn't work would she not have picked a universe where also there was a vision don't don't even that's okay this is this is my me and I, i found it funny that i was trying to explain my issue with this with other people and no i felt like no one was agreeing with me and like yeah, Vision needed to have an appearance in this movie. White Vision, Dream Vision, Variant Vision, any Vision, Vision needed to be in this movie. And I don't know why he wasn't. Wouldn't she also pick a universe with like a living Pietro? Yeah, all of that. All of that should have been in this movie. That would have made it more of a multiverse of madness thing. And they didn't like all the. That's what I felt like they were promising with their multiverse of madness title and how this was going. That we would have gotten Vision. We would have gotten Pietro. We gotten the whole gang back together, but it, it they didn't do it. And I'm like, I'm disappointed. It, Maybe Sam Raimi should have actually watched WandaVision. Yeah. Watch WandaVision, watch the Age of Ultron, watch the MCU. Those things are the things that cause a bit of disconnect for me. Because and you can you can kind of hand wave them away like you can with most things. You just be like, oh, the, the Darkhold did it. Yeah. Made her forget about Vision. She just got hyper focused on her kids. Um, but yeah, that was that was something that I was thinking throughout the movie, like very loudly in my brain. Like, where's Vision? Where's Vision? Where's Vision? He's not even in the freaking photos. Yeah, they didn't even mention him, really. Nope, nothing. You think with nothing. everything they had gone through together, the reason why she's in all this was because of Vision in the first place. And there's still nothing. Yeah, the only mention to him was literally like, I had to kill my husband and then I had to watch him die and it didn't matter. And that was an amazing line. But that's like it, which I think is strange. Pun intended, I guess. <laughs> okay. Other than that, no notes on Wanda. I mean, I, I an amazing performance. She's 
extremely fucking creepy. That's what they wanted, right? They wanted creepy. They wanted powerful. They wanted insane. They wanted psychotic. They got it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the, like her just mercilessly like being witchy and killing people, uh, in that carmitage scene, Mm -hmm. popping out of the water and like, and she, she really said, fuck them sorcerers. Yeah. She went after everyone and she killed everyone. And that's, and I, I'm not saying I like that. Like, I'm just saying like, that's what they wanted. That's what they got. And the performance was nailed perfectly. There was a lot of beats that were just left. This movie needed to be 20 minutes longer for the intro and to expand on some of the characters. You can tell that there were characters that had more screen time that didn't get it. They ended up on the cutting room floor. America definitely is included in that equation. Um, yeah, this movie was painfully short. It was only it was barely over two hours. I don't I don't know why they went that way. Marvel has, has totally shown that they can they can populate a theater with two and a half hour movies, two hour two hour forty minute movies, even three hour movies, and we we'll stay there. And we went for a two hour movie with something as big as this. Like no, like I just that's what I found a little weird and off putting. Like it needed more padding. It needed more development in some of those parts in order to fully appreciate it. Um, that being said, those are the things I didn't like. What I did like is I did love the, the 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 aesthetics of the universe that they ended up in that beautiful like New York rainbows and 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 plants everywhere. It looked gorgeous. I would love to live there. Love the musical note fight at the at the end. I, I I do like that. People have some issues with it. I think that was absolutely amazing. I thought it was creative. Like I thought it was different. Yeah. I didn't expect it, so I did like that. It reminded me very much of um, this, uh, Fantasia. Yeah, it was. It did. It did kind of vibe Fantasia. It was very Fantasia, and I kind of liked it for that. Like this is where you can play with that kind of stuff with the sorcerers and the magics and things like that. Especially with the Sam Raimi movie, let that happen. Let those effects be crazy like that. I loved it. You liked Pizza Papa. <laughs> I want some of those pizza <laughs> balls. I do. I did like the Pizza Papa cameo. I do find it odd and kind of cruel that Strange just left him for three weeks to be hitting himself. Did he sleep? Yeah, that's, like did that's he, pretty fucked up. Did he not sleep for three weeks hitting himself? Like, what did he do? Like, I feel kind of bad for this guy. It's like all he did was like be like, pay me. Pay me. You owe me money. You stole my goods that I sell. And Strange is like, nope, cursed you. It's like, what? Strange, you're an asshole. <laughs> Every version of Strange is an asshole. Apparently, apparently, apparently Christine dodged. <laughs> Christine dodged the bullet. Speaking of Christine, I really, really liked. Uh, was it eight three eight version of Christine? Yeah, that well, very well put together. Very I'm just glad Rachel McAdams got something to do in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I love Rachel McAdams in the first one too, but like, yeah, she actually ha- was part of the plot in this one, so that made me happy. Also, I like that 616 Rachel McAdams, uh, her husband is a huge Doctor Strange fan. I wish we could have gotten a little more of that. I'm sure there was. Again, cutting room floor. He was so excited. Like, oh, look at that. It's so cool. When the fight's going on, she's like, yeah, of course it is. She's rolling her eyes. Like, it's a freaking wedding day, man. (laughs) I think that would have been so funny to see more of. Were you at all worried about Wong in this movie? A little bit. But, like, I I feel like because... Steve, Stephen Strange is still not the Sorcerer Supreme, so I feel like you have to kill Wong to make him the Sorcerer Supreme again. That's how that's going like to eventually work. But I, I feel like Wong has so much to do in other properties. Like he's he's hanging out with Shang Chi now. So he's hanging, with, he's hanging out with Shang Chi. He's hanging out with uh, 
Blonsky, like he's he's getting around. He's in, he's gonna be. In, I guess he's gonna be in She Hulk. Yeah. So I he's he can't die. So I wasn't worried about him. I was thinking like, all right, well that would be a way to do it, but I didn't think they they were gonna do it because he has too much to do. Uh, I know we've we've briefly mentioned America, but I really liked America. Me too. I really liked America, and that's why I'm I've been sitting here the entire time saying like I need I needed more. They they cut so much of her stuff out. I'm really annoyed. I mean, they even cut her out of uh, No Way Home. She was originally supposed to be in that movie, right? I, I don't know. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, yeah. I guess originally she was she was the person that brought in the other Spider-Man, but then they just they took her out in like there's some concept art of it, okay. um, but they took her out and they gave that role to Ned. OK, because uh, there's already yes, yes, kind yes. of too many characters. Yeah. OK. I mean, I understand that that position that they're in too many characters and why explain a whole other character while you're there. It's easier to just make another sorcerer. But then they all, it also feels like they could have had more of her in this movie. They needed, they, they had a lot more filmed. They just cut it. Apparently that, that they screen tested and people didn't like her character, you know? And I think there's a lot of people, cause you know, she's, you know, it might've had to do with the LGBTQ representation. They might've cut it. I don't know, but they cut out I, a lot of her character. I know that. Also fuck that because my girlfriend uh, is a queer Latina with, two moms so she was just like who the fuck is this character why have i never heard of her before exactly exactly and i feel like that is an important character to showcase and really showcase not just like you're in the background somewhere as a MacGuffin. and that's the thing she needed more development and way more screen time so she wasn't just a MacGuffin. she did feel a bit like a MacGuffin, you know and she deserved more and the actress could pull it off i like the actress i like the vibe i like the character i liked it all you just had to show it and do it you just had to freaking do it. And they didn't. I also didn't like that the resolution with her at the end was like, oh, just believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's like, all right, all this, all this stuff you've been, you've been trying to do and not having control of your powers. All you have to do is just believe in yourself. Clap your hands like a little fair. Like, come on. Even I love the delivery that it was coming from a zombie strange. Like that was cool. I just, that part was amazing. Zombie strange was very fucking cool. Yeah, I love that. Just the the whole scene with the the demons as wings and the whole oh again the whole third act was was cool. I don't think Wanda's dead. I know for a fact Olsen has just recently signed a whole new contract with Marvel for a whole bunch of new movies. So I have very specific theories about where Wanda's gonna go. And is she redeemable though? I think she is redeemable. I think they are going to. So this is my theory. I think we are going to find. Wanda and White Vision doing something. And I think we are going to have the multiverse get worse and worse and worse. And then we are going to pull a reverse House of M. She is going to, instead of Battle World with Doctor Doom, instead of consolidating the entire multiverse that way, I think she is going to consolidate the universes. She is going to be the one to do it. And she's going to make some big sacrifice to do that. Instead of like wishing there are no mutants. She's going to make the world with mutants and it'll be like a whole new, a whole new singular universe. And she's going to do it all just so she can hear that cringy ice cream song from her kids again. I mean, I think they'll probably be in that universe as well, because we're going to get the Young Avengers. They have everyone listed as in the Young Avengers now pretty much here. Yeah, basically. Like once Miss Marvel shows up in a few weeks, like everyone's here. (laughs) <laughs> the entire the entire uh, Young Avengers cast has officially been introduced into the MCU. Yeah, I mean, we've been suspecting that they might do like a reverse House of M for a while now. It definitely seems to me 
like they're going to do secret wars. Like they, they even kind of brush past the concept of like incursions in this movie. I feel like that's, that's got to be where this is going. Yeah, right? it's going there. It, it There's going to be a lot of Kang. There's going to be a lot of multiverse stuff. We're going to have the multiverse war. We're going to have the massive Avengers crossover with all the versions of everybody fighting against each other. If they do it right, it could be one of the most epic things ever in a film, uh, a series of films, like really climactic. And then Wanda's probably going to like, because if she's in, well, she's not a Nexus, Nexus being anymore because we have variants of Wanda now. But originally she was a nexus being. Now the only nexus being is America. So maybe that'll be the redemption. America and Wanda together consolidating the universes. Although also, how did how did Wanda destroy the Darkhold in every universe? She used the Darkhold the same way Thanos destroyed the stones. She used the stones to destroy the stones. She yeah, probably used like, her Darkhold magic to destroy the Darkhold. I can accept that. It just seemed, and it was just kind of said in like a throwaway line, but like, that's a how, she, in every universe, like in an every infinite universe. amount of universes. That's a lot of juice. Every universe, she used. I mean, she used a lot of juice. She's probably going to be like extremely exhausted for the better part. Um, she's going to be taking a break. We're probably not going to see Wanda for a little while. I don't know when we're going to see White Vision again, but I'm sure whatever whatever we're going to get okay. next is going to be that. It would be nice to have a Wanda Vision season two or series two where they 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 deal with that. In a long term, away from everybody else. That'd be nice. Not maybe not enslave an entire town. No, I would like it more the way. Did you ever read the Vision comic with the with like the whole family of robots? It would be nice if it was something similar to that, like in reality, instead of it just being an imaginary town. We will see. We will see. Um, Overall, I liked I liked this movie. I liked it a lot. I didn't hate it, but there's a lot I know that's left on the cutting room floor that would have made me love it instead of just like it yeah i will say i i applaud this movie for not being not entirely following like the very tried and true like marvel formula and like kind of taking some weird visual risks and it it really did kind of scare me like it was sort of a scary movie yeah it's a weirdly it was a good it was it was a horror movie and i and i like that and like what it did right it did really right but what it what you can see them like pulling their punches, that's when I'm like, oh God, you just should have went for it. You should have completely went for it, you know, and really embrace it. Give us that extra like 20 to 30 minutes of content. Really embrace America as your as one of your leads, not just a MacGuffin and, and really forget the whole. What, why are you waiting on the Wanda reveal? Like you literally the first scene she's in within a minute, it, it's revealed she's the villain. So why are we waiting? Just start the movie out that way. Show exactly why she's the villain. Show what's happened since WandaVision and then go there. Just don't don't hold back because you want to do a fool me on Doctor Strange. We're, we, we, we the audience can can watch that and be like, oh, no, but he doesn't know. But he doesn't know. But he doesn't know. Make that intense. Don't make it like a false thing. Like I just there's directionary choices that I feel like should have been made better. Honestly, I, I, f- I bet you the reason why that opening scene was nixed was just because beheading Mordo is kind of is kind of a rough start to a movie. Yeah, but I still but that's that's the whole point. Like, no, I know. I that's, trust me. That's I, what this movie should have been. It should have been a rough start. We we started Endgame with beheading Thanos. That's true. Beheading in a Marvel movie in, in the first five minutes is not against principles here. I will say, I think it's, I thought it was an interesting choice for Steven to reference that Mordo is out to kill him in their universe, but we literally haven't seen him since the first movie. Yeah, because he was supposed to be out there in the beginning already having k- tried to kill 
you know, and I think it would have been nice to have those moments and to have that exposition out there. So we knew, or just close out Mordo. If that's it, if you're done with Mordo, then definitely do that. But if, if you're keeping him around, they better do something with him. Cause well, now it looks, now it looks like we're going to get some Mordo. Oh, but overall, we enjoyed the movie. I liked but- the movie a lot. I didn't love it for all the reasons I situated. I didn't also, I missed the harpsichord. I miss, I like, I am not a fan of Michael Giacchino's work in general in general like I, I i feel like he's overused as the retro guy but i did really like his doctor strange score with the harpsichord danny elfman did a version of it with with the guitars and everything else and i i just wasn't feeling it as much i would have liked the original composer back to do this score not danny and i'm nothing against danny elfman i like his contribution to scores i even liked his work in age of ultron I did not feel it this time as much. It was good, but I'm like, I just, I'm not sitting here like trying to memorize it. Like I, like the original Dr. Strange score was. Yeah, I think that's fair. I didn't hate it, but you're right. I probably preferred the score in the first movie. Yeah. Um, Oh, wait, one last thing that like, I almost, I literally almost forgot to talk about. Charlize Theron as, as Clea, apparently. Yeah, that, okay. Let's talk. Okay. Before, yeah, let's, let's end this with the way this ended. The jarring, before we get into Clea. It was incredibly jarring going from the last scene of the movie, him walking on the street with the third eye, to the post-credits, him in the exact same scenario. Yeah, the exact same scenario. And him being fine with it. And just like, all right, let's go on an adventure now. I'm like, what the fuck happened between those two moments? Like, you just got up and like, oh, I'm fine. Like, what what is going on there? Like, I, they, you could have done that differently. You could, Or you could have just not included the eye in the sequence or... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm glad that Shirley Saran is, is in it. I'm glad that Clea is in it. I, I, there's a lot of history between them and what could possibly be heading off to and what their next adventure will be. I'm all for it. Very excited. But the way that they presented it, it was like filmmaking 101, you get a failing grade. I don't know what you thought was going to happen with that. It's really one of those situations where like pick one or the other. Yeah. You really, if you wanted to freak us out with that whole, like, Oh, and he's collapsing and we see it and then end there and we, and don't get your Cleo thing. Or if you're going to do the Cleo thing, then have the mix two is a one thing. I don't know what they were doing. It was weird. It was really weird. I, I not, wasn't a fan of it. Um, so eh, it is, it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. And then we get Bruce Can- Campbell closing it out. It's over. It's over. Thank you, Sam Raimi. Thank you for that. Uh, my again, I I I I liked I liked the the cameos. I like that. I just I want. I just wish it had more solid foundation to its concepts, and, and it went more mad. I, I want more madness. Forgive me for a movie called Multiverse of Madness that I wanted more Multiverse of Madness with my. I think we were owed some more madness. A lot more Multiverse of Madness in the, within the madness, like that. It just it needed more. I wanted to see more variants of everybody else. I wanted I wanted complete and total insanity. Instead, we got kind of mild annoyed. Multiverse of mild annoyances. The multiverse of minor cameos. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right. So make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled infinite A cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.